Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Welcome once again to another edition of GVN's Talking Comics Interview. I'm your host, Martin, and today we're going to get to do something a little different. Uh, we are talking to Scan9VFX Supervisor Brian Hirota. Uh, Brian has been in the VFX business for over 25 years, and of course, uh, recently, Zack Snyder's Justice League Cut uh, was released by HBO Max, and Scan9VFX had a great deal to do with the special effects behind that uh, film, for, and for the original Justice League, for that matter. Uh, so we're going to talk to him about that, his career, and what else Scanline VFX has coming down the pike. So let's welcome Brian Hirota to GVN's Talking Comics interview. Well, how you doing, Brian? Uh, good. Um, happy to be here. Well, excellent. Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and start from the beginning. You said uh, you've, um, best I can figure, you've had over 25 years uh, do, in this business. Uh, so what originally got you interested in the field? Was it a movie you'd seen uh, you know, early on, or was it a person that you knew? What got you started? Um, I mean, a little, I mean, I, I, you know, I've always been interested in movies and, you know, sort of, you know, big genre movies that, that have always attracted me. Um, but I, I kind of got involved sort of happenstance. Um, you know, I, I got a degree in computer science and I, 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 I took some some classes in, in computer graphics. And I also studied, you know, some film and television and, and some fine art as well. And as I was looking to graduate, I was, I was interested in, um, you know, finding something that, that you know, could, could perhaps take advantage of or, or allow me to... Uh, explore, you know, sort of all those areas together. I, I found a job for, I, I was, I was at, I was in San Diego at the time going to UCSD. And then I, I found a job uh, in Marina Del Rey for this company called Video Image that was looking for, you, you know, somebody with a skill set similar to mine. Um, and, and I just started, I started working there like, like the fall of 92. Um, I, I was finishing my degree and, you know, a few days a week, I would drive up to LA and, and work, you know, and, and work with the guys up there. And, and so, you know, I started like writing some tools and at that time, like, like they were still, it was sort of the transitional area era from, you know, models and miniatures and optical effects, you know, people were still using optical printers, which like, I don't know how familiar you are with those, but like nowadays, you know, you use like a digital compositing package where you bring in all these different layers and you, right. you, you know, you combine it in a computer. There was the intuition that digital tools were the way to go. I mean, computers were really expensive. Everything was done on Silicon Graphics. Different companies had sprung up uh, and started dabbling in digital effects. And you know, I got hired to start writing some tools. And at, at that time, everyone kind of it was sort of an all hands on deck. You know, thing people would create their own effects or write little tools, and everyone would composite their own stuff, and we would shoot it out to film ourselves and run it off to the lab, you know, and we'd, we'd get the dailies back in the morning and string them up on a film projector, you know, to watch them just to, you know, to see the, the, the work we had done. Cause there was, there were no, there was no 2k playback systems or right. um, anything like that. So I, I think I got a little off topic for your question, but I, no, that's all right. You go, <laughs> you know, like I, I studied in school and I, 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 you know, I found this job and I, I sort of, um, 
you know, I, I, I didn't intend to seek out to work in the visual effects of the film industry, really. Um, but circumstances, you know, led me there. Right. So, I mean, so once you started, though, uh, did it seem at that point that it was maybe something you would like to pursue uh, um, as you the more you learned about it? I mean, did yes you, and did no. You still have other, or did you still have other uh, uh, things that you wanted to try to do? Uh, I mean, yes and no. Like, I, I mean, I think anybody who was working in the 90s, uh, you know, on, on this stuff, it, it, it was very difficult uh, because the kinds of the, the asks for digital effects kept growing, you know, and often really looking back on it, you know, beyond, beyond maybe what was reasonable uh, to ask to do, you know, with the technology at the time. So you know, it, it, everything was a, was a was a struggle to do, and 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 quite the grind. It's often many times when I thought, well, I'll do this movie, but I don't think I can keep doing this because this is it's too crazy. You know, I I should find something something else to do. One, you know, once we finish this film and um, you know, st step off this uh, crazy merry-go-round. So okay, so. You, uh, like I said, you went through a number of different companies that you worked for, and of course you're now with uh, Scanline VFX, and they had did the original special effects for Justice League in 2017. So when Zach, you know, when the fans made enough noise and got where Zach could go ahead and do his cut of the film, uh, was there anything, what were the challenges that you faced in doing some, some of the scenes for this new movie as opposed to the one from 2017? The... the... The challenges kind of break down into multiple categories. I mean, there's the over uh, arching category of the time frame because the it was you know I I don't know we delivered over a thousand shots in I think the total schedule was like seven months and we had like a whole month of of archiving and prepping so like you know we did that in six months which which is sort of crazy and, and then <clears throat> the, you know there was shots that were started. The whole movie was, you know, one was one three three aspect ratio. Right. The theatrical was one eight five. So there's a number of shots that were final and weren't going to change, but were needed to be touched because they needed extra content at the top and the bottom. So, you know, those shots were their own category of figuring out like, did we have to re-render stuff? Were there ways in compositing just because you know you want to just restore this top and the bottom worst case scenario right. you, you had to reactivate the whole shot you know for you know relatively visually little gain so that those are kind of frustrating um because they seem like easy wins but but they're not then you know then you had a, a category of shots that ostensibly you know were were they were finaled in in 2017 and you know, more or less, they're similar to uh, what Zach wanted in his cut, but there was some change, you know. So again, those required varying levels of digging into to, to change stuff. And we often found ourselves in like a CSI uh, forensics exercise because, you know, you know, we'd worked on this movie. Many, most of the crew had worked on it, um, but it's been years and you know, along the way, sometimes things had changed, like characters were removed from the shot or, 
there, there, you know, there was a request to do something going into the project. It was clear that, or there was no diving into this project without uh, changing Steppenwolf. Creatively, I, I, I support Zach's desire to do that. Um, I think it's the right thing for his cut of the film. And I, you know, and however, like that creates this gigantic ripple effect of additional work of right. And, you know, and then there was the category of work that we had never worked on before, but was new to us for this, like the 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 finale in Russia. You know, right. like we we didn't we didn't work on that the first time, so you know, presents a slightly different challenge. Like in one way, in one way, it's easier. You know, that a lot of that stuff sort of required like a clean sheet approach to um, re reconciling what happens from the moment that the, the flying fox shows up in, in Russia. So uh, yes, kind of what you were talking about is that it was easier right, almost to start from scratch than it was to try to add on to something that was already established. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of apples and oranges because it's it's I think it's easier mentally to do the clean sheet. It It is more actual work. You know, some of the other ones where you had to go in there and do some surgery on, the the sleuthing and and solving of the of exactly what it is you need to do uh you know that that was that was tricky so i mean so when you went into the you know to this new segment did was there any changes in technology or software that you had to deal with or were you still pretty much working with the same tools like the overall toolkit is is i think broadly the same the specifics uh, of everything, you know, I mean, it's been four years, technology's improved quite a bit. Um, the, you know, so so anything we could start fresh, uh, it was easier to bring new technology to bear on it. The, the problem was this show had, you know, so much of one foot in, in the present and one foot in the past. Um, things that, that we were performing surgery on, you know, to bring into this, into this version, you know, character rigs or some effects setups. If, if, if there was a small change we could do due to it, uh, the, the preference would be to keep the technology as was. If there were large changes or new characters or things, you know, then, then we would sort of bring it up to more modern standards in terms of the underlying technology of it. Yeah, that's because I've always been curious, you know, because I know I'm kind of a perfectionist on certain things that I do. So I may do something and it looks good to me, but then look at it and think, uh, well, I wish I could have done this or that. Is there ever been a point even now, was there a point where you looked at when it was all done and you said, I really wish I would have done this or done that? Or do once you've done a project, that's it. You don't sit there and dwell on that kind of thing. Sitting here today, I'm not thinking about shots that I think that we should have done this or that on. Right. Um, like if we sat down and went through one by one, every single shot in the movie that we did. And, you know, could I come up with notes for them? Probably. I think you can always nitpick stuff. Um, you know, and, and, and so, I mean, I guess yes and no. Well, that's you know, like, human really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like I think any kind of creative thing you're doing that is also tied to, you know, either other people's opinions, because like maybe maybe you like like our jobs to fulfill the director's vision. You know, there could be times where you disagree with their or you 
you, if you were directing, you would do something else. It, it, it's your job to realize the best version of what they want that, that you know how to. So like, like maybe there's times you're like, oh, I wish we could have gone blue instead of green, but you know, they wanted green. So like, I, I think this is the best version of the green one that right. we could do. Or sometimes like, I wish, you know, cause it's, you're, you're also working in some kind of production timeline, you know, you're like, well, I wish we had two more weeks or two more months or right. two more years. Cause then we could like fiddle around with this or that even, even more. Um, okay. Now this is not the first time course, you guys have worked with Zach. Um, did, how does the, how's that collabor collaboration work? Does he tell you, okay, this is actually kind of what I'm looking for. Uh, try to create, you know, give me some examples of that. Or has he ever given you a scene that you just were forced to tell him, I'm sorry, Zach, there's this, we, either because of the time frame or what you know what we're doing, we we just can't produce that. Like like I don't know. Like I've worked with Zach a number of times, and you know like like you know and and DJ. Um, you know I've worked with DJ more than I've worked with Zach too. But I, I'm sure there's times that there there has to be. I think it's impossible that there wouldn't be. But I, I can't think of you know anything out of my head. Like like one one thing that comes to mind is the the shot of batman on the war machine right um that was originally you know that's, that's part of the, the you know when zach got ben back for reshoots and, and that was going to the original idea for that was um ben standing you know somewhere in gotham and seeing seeing the bat signal that, that was that was the the original intention and we were you know again because the reshoots happened relatively late in this already short schedule um, you know, we were doing layouts, putting Ben in the city and just showing you like so simple versions of, well, he could be here, he could be here, we could see this or that. And, uh, you know, DJ showed those to Zach and he came back and you know, he's like, you know, Zach's not really feeling these. Um, but, you know, now, now Zach starts talking about this war machine idea, you know, and then DJ's like, I, like, that's crazy, right? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you know, what are we supposed to do about that? And, then, you know, so then I was thinking about it and I, and I was like, and, you know, and then Zach said, you know what, if it's too crazy, this is what D I, DJ told me, you know, Zach told him, well, this is what he wants, but like for us to discuss it, to see if we think that this will fit into the, the schedule. And, you know, in talking with DJ, I was like, well, you know, cause we both know Zach fairly well. I'm, you know, I'm like, here's the thing, like, it's going to eat at the back of Zach's mind, you, you know? And I, I feel like ultimately we're going to end up doing it anyway. You know, because like we want to um, help the fulfill the director's uh, vision as much as possible, and if he like really wants something, we will try to do it. You know, so so we we did that. And, you know, and I you know in, in talking over DJ, I'm like we should just. I, I feel like we should just do it, and you know, and so then we we launched the effort, and then you know we, we started doing that, and he's like, okay, cool. Like I think this is cool. Like maybe we could you know modify the camera like this, or you know change the layout. You know, a little bit this this way or that way but i got a call from zach i don't know that now we're even closer you know to the end of the schedule and right. he's like hey i was trying to call dj but i couldn't find him you know so um what if we put some tied up dudes in front of the war machine too it's like you know you know can we can, can we do that again like it's like you know time is like ticking and, and running out but I, I, again we we did we did it anyways so um, I, I guess I, I'm sure, I'm sure somewhere there's 
you know, times when, you know, I was like, no, that's crazy. Like that, that that's not going to happen. Um, but I, I can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head. But the, well, actually, your answer was kind of the way I would have figured it would have went and said, yeah, it's crazy. We can't do it, but we're going to try to do it anyway. Uh, and, you know, and eventually get it done, at least to, to Zach's satisfaction. Um, okay, so kind of covered that. I'm going to, except I don't want to keep you holding here, uh, but I talked about uh, uh, the work, past work you've done. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name, uh, name of a film that you worked on. And uh, you just tell me what you remember about it. Uh, okay. Like I said, you may not remember anything about it, but uh, okay. Uh, but from, from, what <laughs> I, from, what I, from what I'm seeing here, you, you seem to remember a lot. So, uh, so, all right. So first off, Demolition Man. Oh, Demolition Man. So that was the second movie I worked on. Um, I think it's the first movie I worked on that got released. Uh, I, I remember, uh, and, and, and so, you know, being so young and having no experience, um, I was just learning a lot. I, 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 I remember, because our company did the screen graphics, the images that appear, um, you know, on the monitors and, and right. stuff. And many of the names of prisoners who died or, sold, or of the guards who got killed were the people that worked at our company. I thought, I thought hey, that's super interesting and, and fun. Um, there's a... The shot that I did, uh, there's a Chinook, like the double rotor helicopter coming in, I think to the prison um, where, I forget Wesley Snipes' name, his character's name. I forget both the names. Anyways, it's coming in and it's like, like, it's like tracer fire coming up. I, I did that and I added a, a, a digital tilt to the, to the camera. Um, was, I, think, I think that was my big contribution to the movie. Okay, so next, let's go to Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, I'll tell you what I remember about that movie. So uh, we we did the title sequence, you know, where Charlton Heston's talking over and Asterix kills dinosaurs. So then when we got asked to do that, you know, we sort of got the brief like, okay, here's what we want, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, one of the first things, one of the first things that, that we did was we made an asteroid. And we, we referenced a lot of... Um, NASA footage, you know, of real asteroids in the asteroid belt. And we put that together and supervisor of our company, Richard Hollander, took it to Michael Bay to show him. And then Richard, Richard came back and he's like, oh, okay, well, Michael Bay, Michael Bay has notes, you know, and we're like, okay, well, what's his notes on, you know, and I, paraphrasing, but this seems like it would be correct. Uh, the notes were, you know, like, look, nerds, I, I want a cool asteroid, like, like, <laughs> Like, I don't care about these like dumb, boring, like NASA asteroids. Like, like I'm making a cool movie, like make a cool asteroid. You know? oh, so, so we, you know, we, we came up with that, uh, that giant, like jaggy one, you know, um, which I think looks not that different from the one, I think the dream quest, I think dream quest did it. I think the, the, you know, the big one later that they, that they land on right. and drill it. I think, I think that one was jaggy too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just yes. remember. <laughs> but, but, was cool. <laughs> yeah, but and I remember I, that actually was a um, also a really good learning experience because it's not a documentary, you know, especially like in a movie like that, like like like, you know, what what is the intention of this film of this of the shot in this film, like 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 
Michael Bay's making something cool with explosions, with people walk away from him. You know, mm-hmm. he's have time. He have time for your your science. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of funny. I was like, hey, nerds, I don't want to look at that. Okay, um, let's yeah, go dumb to... next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to uh, Watchmen. Watchmen. So that's the first time I worked with Zach. Uh, right. Like, DJ was his uh, supervisor on it. What I, what I remember about that, I have two memories about that. Um, I remember Zach and Larry coming with the idea for the opening. Um, you know, the super high speed. And one of the, the things that they did there was like, there's the sort of flashbulb moments that come up and down, you know, really slowly. But, you know, they used, I don't even know what they used, like some kind of electronic lights that came up and down, you know, at a, at a much faster rate. You know, they didn't shoot it at 3000 frames per second or something. Right. It's all like, you know, it's all faked. And like, and, and I thought that was, I thought there was a lot, I, or I guess there was a lot of what I thought were, very clever uh, shots in that movie. Like, um, okay, let's move into Scanline VFX now. Let's go to 300 Rise of the Empire. 300 Rise of an Empire. Uh, I, I guess the thing I remember most about that is is planning out and executing the the crazy horse shot. You know, because because um, of like the ridiculousness of it, uh, mm-hmm. and, and just the logistics of trying to figure out how to how to shoot that. Uh, you know, and, and post it together, and I. Uh, at one point in time, there were versions of that shot where they cut away. And I, I like that at the end, at the end of the day, it goes all the way from him mounting the horse to taking his helmet off, you know, looking at Artemisia. Uh, so my, 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 I think my, my, my strongest memory of that is, is living in Bulgaria and um, figuring out and executing the horse shot. All right. Um... See in the heart of the sea. The the biggest thing I, I, I remember about that movie is that like Ron Howard's like the nicest person alive. You know, well, like he's <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's genuinely like what you expect him to be, you know. Um, but yeah, like 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 you know, we, we did like the big squall squall sequence and you know and some other stuff, but the big the big storm was our was our big our big sequence. DNA did most most of the whale stuff. We did I think we did two whale shots, but, um, but yeah. Let's see, Aquaman. I guess the thing I remember, or or the my big takeaway from Aquaman um, was the the trench boat, you know, and the dive down to the kingdom of the trench. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was that was fun. Mm-hmm. That it was fun to like, you know, really dive into the trench behavior and. You know the the trench physiology. James is kind of he's he's a madman with you know some you know very big ideas. So I I like collaborating with him um, was fun. All right. So the last two are actually ones that you may or may not be able to talk okay. about, <laughs> uh, and that is Godzilla versus Kong and Suicide Squad, because I know they're yeah. you know, those are films that are coming out here. Yeah, I think but I think both of those I I can't talk about yet. I'm interested in both of those and you know would like to I know, you know the trailer, the trailer uh, has been great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it releases I think uh, worldwide. I think it releases worldwide tomorrow and then North America a week from tomorrow. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't so, sure if you could talk about those or not. So I, I, I figured I'd throw them yeah. in just in case. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think, you know, I'm excited to see um, big monsters fight. <laughs> Always. Uh, like I said, <laughs> and the, uh, like I said, the trailer looks, uh, really really cool um I, I was always a king pong fan anyway uh so anyway okay so that's pretty much all i got for you brian uh so uh you know of course other than uh godzilla and kong and you got anything else uh you're gonna be working on coming up soon here um yes but i can't talk about that either <laughs> you're no fun at all come on <laughs> i know i i am i am the the literal worst yeah, yeah. So, well, like, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate some of your time here, Brian, and um, we'll be following what happens uh, in your career going forward. Yeah. No. Well. Well. well thank you. Yeah. And you know, and, and with regards to Justice League, like I'm, you know, really happy that Zach got to, you know, because after it's nice that he got to go back and, um, you know, finish his version of the film. Yes. Why? Well, no. I liked what what they did with Superman because I always thought people wanted to get Superman punched around a whole lot more than he should ever get punched around. Uh, that was none of that in this film. Said so, uh, uh, black suit and everything. He came in and kicked butt all over the place. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Brian. Okay. All right. Well, thank all you, right. Martin. Uh-huh. Bye.